you know, it's really frustrating because I, I was really excited to like do this like fun bit with you, Nick, uh, where, you know, you, I was going to call you junior for a solid two months uh, because, you know, this gap between our birthdays. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. You know, I, I'm uh, I'm so young. Uh, you're, yeah. uh, you're you're an old withered skeleton man. Yeah. Um, I, I, all of that stuff for the for these two months, yeah. For these two months, yeah. And we were going to have, like, this kind of, like, fun, like, best friend brother energy that we could bring to our show. But <sighs> we we have to address the issue. We do have to address the issue, Nick. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Uh, yeah. F- fucking, I'm going to say it, Jimmy and Timmy were robbed. They got fucking robbed. They got fucking robbed, and fucking uh, uh, what's his face knows it. Butch Hartman, he's so upset. I saw him crying, Nick. I was in the subway. I was in the city yesterday, and Butch Hartman was in the city as well, and he was crying. He was crying big old tears onto the ground, and they were turning into the beautiful creations of his mind as he was wandering the streets of New York City. Yep, and then he took one of those tears, one of those tear drawings, and said, "Will you pay a hundred dollars for this?" <laughs> It's a commission. Yeah, yeah and the, apparently the, my tears are a commission. <laughs> it's it's Tyrio. It's the new. Uh, it's, it's kind of like the Belle Delphine thing, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's very different, I would say. Fucking okay. Our real monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking no one knows about our real monsters anymore. Mm-hmm. We have Oblina from All Real Monsters and Nickelodeon Our Soul Brawl. We have yeah. we have Angtoff and. Um, and Korra from Avatar. Go Good. Off, cat dog. Fucking cat dog. Yeah. Fucking cat dog. Tear him apart. Let's see. Uh, other wasted slaps. Link, Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud. Um, yeah, baby. Fucking from the Loud House. I don't know what the Loud House is. Is this? Kill them. Is, is is this a recent? Is this a recent program? Yes. Twenty nineteen. It's a recent program. Yeah. It's a recent program in twenty nineteen. Ren and yeah. Stimpy was created by, like, a, a, an abuser, so that's cool. D- two reps, both R- R- Ren and Stimpy and also Powdered Toast Man. I've never seen Ren and Stimpy. I don't know Wait. what Powdered Toast Man is. Uh, I have no fucking clue. Just to get out of the bit, who the fuck is Powdered Toast Man? A- a- apparently he plays like Fox in the game. I have no fucking idea. He- like I-, I guess he was just a one-off joke. Um, Does he have a shine? Like, what do you mean he plays like Fox? <laughs> I, I actually have heard that he has a shine. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, fine. Michelangelo, fucking interchangeable. You only need yeah. one Ninja Turtle. And then yeah. April O'Neil. Like, I guess they wanted, mm. like, another female rep, which is fine. But, like, fucking, like, Jimmy and Timmy. They're right there. Jimmy and fucking Timmy are just gone. Like, probably going to be DLC characters. But, like... I thought I Master know, Chief was going to be the DLC character yeah, in this like, one. If they put fucking Oblina in the main game, then can you really trust them to make good choices with the DLC? <laughs> what if what if two of the DLC slots are taken up by Fanboy and Chum Chum? <laughs> oh my like, god. As separate characters. <laughs> what if, Nick? Oh Jesus. my god. Nick, I-, I have to ask you to scream at the top of your lungs because we're going to have some fun. <laughs> And they don't care if they look at our underwear, Nick. All right, because Fanboy and Chum Chum are coming. What if? But here's what I want: I want Fanboy. To, uh, I want Chum Chum to be DLC one, and then like <laughs> DLC ten. I want to be Fanboy. I want to. I want them on the bookends, baby. <laughs> oh, Christ.
I mean, like, we are talking about Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents today. And, like, that was the fucking backbone of Nickelodeon's programming for so long. Like, did they just forget about that entire, like, did did they forget about the 2000s? Like, what the hell? Oh, my God. And the fact that they only have two SpongeBob reps. Oh, 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 no, they do have three SpongeBob. They have SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. Sandy's in the game? Sandy's in the game, yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Sandy's in the game and Danny Phantom is in the game, which means that obviously right. they're not refusing to put Timmy in because of Butch Hartman's litigiousness or whatever. Like, yeah. if fucking, like, this this lineup is busted. It's pretty this, bad. This, this is a whack lineup. Like, okay, I'll fight back against your cat dog uh, <laughs> blasphemy because I think cat dog, <laughs> dog, I think it, uh, I think it deserves to be there. I'm going to call, I don't know if I should call it an it. I don't know what it is. It's, they, I guess, I think they belong there. I think they belong in Nickelodeon's All-Star Brawl Holla 2. I think that they should be there. But Powdered Toast Man, you know who else should have been in this game instead of powdered in fucking game. toast man are you kidding me hello it's uh timmy from the f- hit show fairly odd parents timmy and timmy and his friends <laughs> timmy and his friends timmy, timmy and the gang why does this game even exist nick why does this game even exist well i don't know i think it's really just because somebody really wanted to program spongebob wave dashing but like that's what rivals of aether uh community mode is for all right if you can make garfield wave dash (laughs) so you should be able to make spongebob wave dash exactly it's like a a, a transparent smash brothers ripoff like Mm -hmm. beat for beat they even had like the percents and stuff they didn't even try and make it different like fucking you know playstation all-star brawl or whatever actually, it's called. Actually, Nick, they kind of did make it different because, like, now there's, like, I don't think there's, you you can't jab. I don't think there's a neutral attack in this one. I'm pretty sure. There's only tilts and there's only, like, smash attacks and specials. Like, it's very oh, really? strange. That, I think so. Uh, I never uh, played it. Uh, okay, that's just a bizarre omission. And, and I've never played it either. But, like, they put in a bunch of obscure characters into the roster. It looks like a PS2 game. It's yeah. 2021. And they can wave dash to, like... Make sure that a bunch of Smash tubers like make content about it, or like try and court the tournament scene or whatever that's been yeah. grooving on this same game obsessively for years. Like, mm-hmm. what you. is this game? <laughs> like, I'm happy Reptar's there at least for the <laughs> at, at least Reptar because because they couldn't put any of the actual Rugrats in there. <laughs> no, that they be, are babies. That'd be a crime. That'd yeah. be a crime. I think. But you know, in the Rugrats party game for the PS One, there was no fucking mercy. Those babies beat the shit out of each other, my dude. I I, I suppose so. Fucking oh rollback netcode. Mm. Hi, I'm Nickelodeon, and I'm a gamer too. How do you do, <laughs> fellow gamers? Don't you like wave dashing and rollback? Hey, gamers, we have a new wave dash flavor of Mountain Dew. Oh my God! Does Nickelodeon All Star Brawls have a Twitter? <laughs> I hope so. Are you gonna tweet at them? No, I, 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 I'm gonna look up what cringy shit they've been posting on there. <laughs> Let's see. I love that for you. All right, let me ask you one question though, Nick. Do you think iCarly is gonna get in the game before Timmy? Oh Turner? my god, that would actually be a choice poll. I, 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 you know, I, I, I mean, like that would be the first like uh, freaking uh, live action rep at all. That's very, and that's what I'm like, kind of like. I'm worried that fucking Miranda Cosgrove is gonna show up. Uh, here's here's what would be hysterical if instead of Timmy Turner, the Fairly Odd Parents rep was the fucking dog. 
<laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine oh, Jesus. If, they're, if they're like, we're proud to announce this and, 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 and one more thing. And then it's the switch sound effect <laughs> and it's like, bump, ba, da, 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 da. and we're like, yeah, Timmy's finally coming to the game and it's the fucking dog. Or what about, what about Foop? What if it was Foop, Nick? What, oh, what if it was Foop? What if it was the evil version of a character that nobody wanted in the first place? Oh my God, Foop. <laughs> He's so, I guess we'll get into it in the episode, but it did, are they posting any cringy shit, Nick? Uh, let's see. It, it, it looks like there are some moveset breakdowns. Uh, Good. There, there are some, like, screenshots, some glossy JPEGs, uh, yeah. some character reveals. I'm not seeing any, like, anyone playing April O'Neil today? The chic feels. I'm, I'm not seeing anything like that. I'm not right. seeing any, like, memes. <laughs> big chic hours. Yeah, the big chic hours. That's what Hungrybox has been posting, Nick. Yeah. Like, fucking, this game is just like a fad it was manufactured for content and people are going to make content about it and then it'll be over there's no passion in this rivals of aether is weeping in its fucking grave nick i know it's for me nick it's it's the kind of game i and i can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth but i wish hungry box would play jigglypuff again <laughs> <laughs> yeah now he's just playing nigel thornberry who, who who has a who has rest by the way he has a rest he does have a rest it's the flick yep it's smashing I, I am very happy that nigel is there i think the wild thornberries deserved a rep but what I've about otis watch the wild thornberries <laughs> what about otis what about otis what about uh generator rex okay what about the secret saturdays nick what about all these guys what about rocket power what about rock? Oh my God, rocket power! I forgot about rocket power. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that really took me back. What uh, the fuck else is on Nickelodeon? What, what wasn't on Nickelodeon, Nick? That's a good point. What if they, Carl Weezer? They, they in were the game just throwing. <laughs> what if Carl Weezer? I, I think someone made that joke actually. I think like uh, freaking uh, someone on one of Alpha Rad streams uh, mm. had had that same thought, and I think that would right. be very funny. They, they they would probably put like um, Crash Nebula in the game. <laughs> yeah either that or, maybe they'll put ultra lord maybe maybe they'll put the crimson chin in the game Ooh, okay i know what we're mad about timmy but i'd honestly prefer the crimson chin <laughs> over that stupid asshole or perhaps timmy the bronze timmy. kneecap oh my god the bronze kneecap <gasps> yeah. that would be pretty good what if they just put adam west in the game <laughs> rest in peace buddy watch <laughs> me t- tv's adam west it's a great bit. I can't believe. Okay, well, why don't we talk about this show? All right, <laughs> talk, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, let's let's talk about these shows because now I'm now I'm starting to remember all the fairly odd parents uh, japes and, and goofs and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm still mad. Let's go to the episode. <laughs> By the way, I just realized that uh, I'm still logged into the Twitter for my uh, for my internship, so I hope they don't see me looking at uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl on Twitter. I hope that right. doesn't show up in the history. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh, Nick, uh, I see. I see you also want to get down on some Reptar action. Like, what if your boss is like super into the game? Like, he's a powdered toast man main and he listens to the episode." Speaking of which, hey everybody, welcome back to Nostalgia Blinded, the show where two best friends with the same first name take a rose-tinted look at the media of the past. My name's Nick. So is mine. So, uh, if you haven't guessed, we're going to be talking about two shows uh, from the halcyon years of the 2000s. 
the, the 20 knots, as some would call them, and I don't know why. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy fucking Neutron Boy Genius, baby. Well, do, well, not Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. I believe that that was the name of the movie, but the TV show with the theme song, you know the theme song. Um, you know the theme song. Go ahead and sing it for us, Nick. I think I might actually be able to do the whole thing, slam poetry style, spoken word. Let's see. Zoom through the stars, buy candy bars. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a kid with a knack for invention, invention, superpowered mind, mm-hmm. mechanical canine, bark, 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 bark. Uh, oh man, I've just run dry. Nick, do you remember the rest? Rescues, of the words? rescues the day from sure destruction. Right, rescues this the day from sure destruction. This is the theme song. This is the theme song. Just in case you were wondering, just oh, a little Jimmy. station identification there for you. Oh my god, of Jimmy Neutron. Now, Nick, you are correct. Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius was the name of the film that preceded the adventures of Jimmy Neutron, the television show. I'm sorry, the adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. I'm I'm sorry, one more time. The adventures of Jimmy Neutron, comma, Boy Genius. Comma? Or colon? No, comma, instead of colon. The official, because the movie was Jimmy Neutron, colon, Boy Genius. And the TV show is the adventures of Jimmy Neutron, comma, Boy Genius fascinating that's uh you know nick i'll give this to you and that's some inventive punctuation now nick let me let me just say that wikipedia says that sometimes it's shortened to jimmy neutron comma boy genius not to be confused with the movie jimmy neutron Neutron, colon colon boy Boy genius Genius. they're different things you see (laughs) very different things okay Uh, now can we do the fairly odd parents theme song is the question Jimmy is not. We gotta listen. We gotta stick with Jimmy Neutron first, man. All right. Wait, Rob Paulson voiced Carl. (laughs) Okay. If you want to stick with Jimmy Neutron first, fine. We can do Jimmy Neutron first. Actually, Um, you know what? Let's get straight to Planet Sheen. Let's actually. (laughs) (laughs) We we can we can go to Planet Sheen and then sort of uh, you know uh, rotate out from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Everything revolves around Planet Sheen. Yeah. It's gravitational pull. It's too strong. It's going to be a new interpretation of Jimmy Neutron. Sort of a <laughs> Sheen-centric, uh, <laughs> a Sheen out reading. Right. The Toriyama wanted it to end with Sheen. <laughs> what is Planet Sheen? I don't remember Planet Sheen. It's a TV. It's a spinoff TV show starring Sheen. Oh, really? They did the young Sheldon did, or perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps Joey did. Yeah, Joey. It was closer to Joey, closer to Joey than Young Sheldon. They sort of, kind of mentioned Jimmy Neutron, and then it's definitely don't for the rest of the series. It's oh just my Sheen. God. 2010. Wow. Oh my god. The and hey, just so you know, the last episode of Jimmy Neutron, comma boy genius, was uh, 2006. So they waited four years before they were like, you know what, the world needs. The world needs more. It, the world needs more fucking Jeffrey Garcia as Planet Fucking Sheen. Oh, oh my god. god! He also voiced Pip the Mouse in, uh, in Back at the Barnyard. Fascinating. Okay, so are we actually going to start from Planet Sheen, or are we going to talk about the premise of Jimmy Fucking Neutron? No, we should probably start with Jimmy Neutron. Well, do you want to start with the movie, which is uh, which where the fucking television show comes from? I guess we should. Yes. Okay. So Jimmy Neutron was one of those weird shows that started with a movie, which I get was it released theatrically. 
Um, that's I don't. it. It seems mm. crazy to me if it was. That's like some first Pokemon movie being released theatrically, and then you go I mean, there and get an ancient Mew, and then uh, you give it to a kid at summer camp. That's me, and then he loses it and regrets it for the rest of his life. Um, let's Nick, see. it was it was released theatrically in in theaters on December twenty first, two thousand and one. Oh my god! Incredible! Yeah, incredible. That's so not like, bad. But it was a Nickelodeon joint from the start, right? Uh, Absolutely it was, yes. Nickelodeon movies distributed by Paramount Pictures. Hmm. Fascinating. Okay. Nickelodeon movies. uh, Let's see. SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Classic. Excellent. Rango? Rango was a Nickelodeon movies thing? That weird art house thing about the chameleon? Oh, yeah. That was Nickelodeon. Good Burger? (laughs) Which I only know from a bit on My Brother, My Brother and Me. (laughs) Nick. Nick, hold on a second. Uh, Jimmy Neutron was the first computer animated film to be created entirely using commercial animation programs rather than proprietary software, with most animation done using both Lightwave and Project Messiah. Oh I have never, <laughs> never heard of Project Messiah before, but the fact that it brought Jimmy Neutron into this world is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, Jimmy Neutron is something of an intellectual messiah, if you think about it. <laughs> when you really think about it. And really, please think about it. So, oh like, God. all right. So, I guess these a- animation softwares were, like, sort of the blenders of their time. I, I, I don't know why they would use those things as opposed to making their own deal. But, hey, you know, yeah. whatever. I don't, I, I don't know of any theatrically released movies that are made with Blender today. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh my God. This is wild. So, uh, yeah, this movie was fucking wild. It came out, uh, I remember seeing it on TV, uh, sometimes, but like it, it's really interesting. Cause around this time there was like a couple of like these Nickelodeon movies that then got spinoff TV shows, right? Like Jimmy Neutron was one of them. Uh, Barnyard was another one of them. That's how we got back at the Barnyard, right? Of course. Of course. Uh, the Fred TV show. Do you remember the Fred TV show, Nick? Well, yeah, okay, but Fred didn't start with a movie, Nick. Fred started as a viral YouTube Uh, thing. Yes, but on Nickelodeon, Nick, he started with a movie, and then they gave him his own fucking television series. That doesn't count. This is not in the same category. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I see. Coward. You don't even want to talk about Fred, do you, Nick? I mean, like, I don't, but that's beside the point. (laughs) We're talking about things that were movies first, but were pretty clearly meant to spin off to TV That is true. Which like is planet like, <laughs> like it's a wild distribution model when you think about it right because like you can just make a show you don't need to fucking make a big deal out of it i guess like maybe they were like focus testing the premise to see if it to see if it stuck i guess or or someone like genuinely wanted to make this movie and it did fucking gangbusters and then they were like all right well here we go <laughs> I guess so. Doing a Tyler. Honestly, though, the television series were better than the movies, I think, in both cases. But, okay, I say that, but, like, Barnyard is actually, like, kind of a heartfelt movie. Like, there's, like, drama in Barnyard. Yeah, exactly. And in the actual series of Barnyard, they literally got rid of the character with the most drama, the pregnant cow, and just yeah. made a different southern stereotype female cow. Um, and the pregnant cow was never mentioned again. Uh, yeah, so, you true. Know, they, they, they needed to have like a different, uh, they needed to have a tonal shift. They need, and they also needed to bring in fucking Chris Hardwick to voice Otis in the, in the show. Yeah. Who, oh who, my God. who voiced Otis in the movie? 
I want. Can you guess? I know who it is. Can you guess? I want you to guess. Oh <laughs> I would like God. you to guess, sir. Was it? It wasn't Chris Pratt, was it? He wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't Chris Pratt. It wasn't okay. Chris Pratt. Okay, really, I need you to like ser- just search your brain space, Nick. It's in there. <laughs> the answer is here. Oh Let me God. in on your thought process. I mean, like it would need to be someone relatively young, because Otis okay. is like, all right, yeah. you're, you're cold. <laughs> cold? Okay, okay. I, I, cold. I mean, like Otis's characterization, he is a cow, but he's sort of supposed to be like a twenty-year-old slacker type uh-huh. of thing. Um, but all right, uh-huh. so it's not someone young. It's not someone young. This has got to be so so very wild, but like. I, I, I want to be like, oh, Tim Curry or someone like that. Like God, I wish. Like fucking, you know, so it can't be that wild. No, no, no. It's somewhere, it's somewhere on the Pratt to Curry <laughs> spectrum. Somewhere, somewhere between Pratt and Curry is where this uh, gentleman finds himself. Oh, my God. Do we want to, like, do 20 questions this out? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's take the time. Some <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, wait. You have to ask me the questions. I have to give you the answers, right? I... I guess so, but I, I almost feel like I don't know which which questions to ask. It might be easier for you to give me hints. Okay, all right, all right. He had his own TV show. He had his own TV show. Was it Jerry Seinfeld? No, okay. but... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You're cl- okay. I mean, Was you're, he a stand-up comedian? You could say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so he had his own TV show. Uh-huh. He, was, he was sort of a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Uh, George Carlin? No, 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 not Carlin. No, 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 no. Okay. Now you went too far in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Go away from Carlin. Go back towards Jerry. <laughs> Work your way back to Jerry. Okay. I went too far toward Curry. Carlin's a little closer to Curry in, in that way. Um, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, so, so when you say you can say that, do you mean he was only? Pr- tangentially a stand-up comedian or do you mean he was one of the most famous stand-up comedians i i am saying that he is better known for his physical comedy than his word comedy huh better known for his physical comedy yeah he had his own tv show Okay, here are the hints. He has his own TV show. Better known for he's better at physical comedy and he he is in the Sandler posse He's in the Sandler posse. Yes, he is in huh. the Happy Madison spectrum of films. I mean, I mean, like, let me look up Grown Ups too, real quick. <laughs> let me let me see if I can get some material here. <laughs> Why is Grown Ups too? Not Grown Ups. Is it Kevin one. James? Yeah, it's Kevin fucking <laughs> James. Kevin James. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why is it Paul Blart himself? I don't know why Paul Blart is here, but you have to imagine, like, why did they think that Chris Hardwick would be able to replace Kevin? Fuck, they sound nothing alike. Oh my god! It's so it's a totally different energy. Chris, whenever Chris Hardwick shows, like, I think Chris Hardwick's kind of a funny dude. I kind of like some of his stand-up stuff, but he's the wrong energy for Otis. <laughs> Based on the movie, I mean, I like Back at the Barnyard the show better, but still, man, I don't know. Uh, thankfully, none of the cast changed in the, <laughs> the Jimmy Hitchcock movie <laughs> into the show. Thankfully, of course, of course, uh, Jesus. I, I mean, like that is pretty crazy that Kevin James played Otis. In the I know. Movie. I, I'm very surprised. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, now, Nick. Who do you think, uh, if you had to guess, who voiced the... Remember the bad guy in Jimmy Neutron? The weird alien guy with the dome head? 
the uh, the, the original uh, Yolkian Yolkian Prime or whatever. Yes, Yolkian King Gubat the Fifth. If you had to take a guess on who voiced King Gubat the Fifth, it would be funny if it was Jim Carrey because yes. because Egg obviously. Yes, um, obviously. But uh, oh man, who was it? Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, now here's the. I, I've been getting into Star Trek: The Next Generation recently. I gotta uh-huh. say, it's uh, quite good, quite good. Well, Captain Picard was also Kate Gubat the Fifth, and also Martin Short was the purple uh, guy, Ublar. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got Martin Short to do this movie, too. It's like, this is a weird cast, right? Because uh, you also have Rob Paulson. God bless Rob Paulson. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you also have Frank Welker, who's uncredited as Goddard, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Mark DiCarlo doing an excellent Jimmy's dad. Hugh Neutron. what what, What a performance, honestly. And Nick, Jim Cummings voices Ultra Lord. Huh. Yeah. It's actually kind of crazy. Boy, all right. So we have been recording for uh, almost half an hour. Yes. <laughs> let's let's talk not. about the premise of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> okay, sure, sure, sure. I I, I want to point to like something that like Jimmy Neutron was inspired by, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, I I I, I want to point to like it, it, its genre origins. But nothing is quite coming to mind besides, I guess, like. The, the kind of shit we would talk about um, in our uh, in our like children's novels episode, like Tom Swift and all that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know these these young boys who invent things, uh, but like it's sort of mixed with a nutty professor, mad scientist type of thing, uh, which like you know w- when you think about it is pretty genius um, because he like has the uh, sort of like you know genius level intellect to uh like you know uh make all of these crazy inventions um and uh like the capricious emotions of an 11 year old to get himself in trouble with it thus the conflict of the episodes so jimmy neutron is a boy genius uh as per the uh, either comed or um (laughs) colon title uh and uh he has a uh, shed in the back with a fully operational lab, uh, mm-hmm. which I believe is different in the movie and uh, the TV show. Uh, he yep. has a mechanical robot named Goddard. Uh, he Far has fun. two nerdy friends named Sheen and Carl. Can, uh, I, can, I, can I just explain how Wikipedia uh, describes Carl and, and Sheen? Sure, go for it. <laughs> Wikipedia says that Jimmy's friends are overweight Carl Weezer and hyperactive Sheen Estevez. What the fuck, man? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. The, 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 those are not the one-word adjectives I would choose to uh, uh, to go for uh, Carl. No, and I would um, use the word perfect for both of them. <laughs> perfect <precious>. and Odinian <laughs> for both of them. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, but I mean, honestly, and, it, and it's, it, I think it's a good thing that we're talking about these two uh, shows because, like, the premises premises of the episodes are very similar, right? Like this uh, this kid, this young kid, uh, eleven or ten years old, has this incredible power, uses it badly, fucks mm-hmm. everything up, and then saves the day, and then still gets somehow gets his comeuppance at the end of it because of you know whatever the fuck, right? Uh, and things always say the same because it's a cartoon. Yes, there is a uh, pretty strict uh, sort of uh, um, status quo uh, to these shows 
Um, and uh, there is uh, always a lesson to be learned about hubris or something uh, because yeah. uh, Jimmy will uh, sort of, uh, you know, cause some sort of issue with uh, his uh, inventions and need to solve it uh, and save the day. Uh, it's done. And there was one episode where they did Macbeth in space. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good episode. It was a pretty good episode. Um, my God. Nick, in a, in the movie, there's a mid credit scene. Uh, apparently, Mrs. Fowl was shrunken down in the movie. And I, I like to imagine that this is like setting up for the for the GNCU. Uh, and there's a mid credit scene where Mrs. Fowl was riding an apple worm whose name is Mr. Wiggles. Which mm. is, oh, he's good. It's like, you know what? The movie is so is I'll, I'll just be honest. It's kind of a nothing burger. Like I remember the premise. Like the the fi- the adults get kidnapped by the Yokians, and then the kids party, and then they are miserable because they don't know how to take care of themselves, and so right. they all launch themselves into space to save the parents. Right. Very Lord of the Flies. And I I believe that in true Jimmy Neutron fashion, Jimmy was the first one to try and contact the Yokians. Uh, and yes, then he was. They, uh, it got out of hand as usual, and they came down. Um, and, uh, Nick is cool. Uh, it's great. Yeah, because, remember Nick uh, Dean? I, I do remember Nick Dean. Uh, do you know what my favorite line with Nick Dean is? <laughs> What's that? Um, they are, uh, in one of the episodes, they're like talking about a, uh, a, a student, uh, who mm-hmm. is uh, going to be the villain of the episode. And, uh, Miss Fowler, I think was her name, um, is like, uh, talking about the student and she was like, she was bad. And then, um, Nick is like, like me and she's like no nick you're bad in the new sense of the word meaning good he was bad in the old sense of the word (laughs) bad that's awesome it's pretty good honestly the the show is like pretty good honestly i remember i have a lot of memories like before school like watching it with my dad like and he he actually kind of dug the show a little bit like he thought it was the the sci-fi premises were kind of neat yeah 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 it was like one of the few it was that and legends of the hidden temple we would watch that before going to school (laughs) and he was confused by legends of the hidden temple but then kind of dug jimmy neutron right my my parents hated Jimmy Neutron and also Fairly Odd Parents. I, I could not kind of get them to watch it. There, there were some shows that they would watch, but uh, uh, Jimmy and Timmy were were not one of them. Indeed, yeah, that's why they needed the Power Hour just to satiate exactly. your just to satiate their uh, the the way that they felt about your parents' opinions of them. Uh, but but uh, yeah, what else is there to say about Jimmy Neutron? Well, should we go through some of the premises of the episodes that we remember? Uh, I guess so. I sort of only remember Macbeth in space. <laughs> okay, that's a, all right. I, I remember a little, and I'll probably jog your memory with a couple of these. But Macbeth in space is one of them, and it's very good. It's, it's very good, is the thing. It's very uh, good um, because, like, the joke is about this like overzealous uh, principal directing a theater uh, production of uh, Macbeth, <laughs> but he Macbeth sets it in space. space. And like, you know, we, we've all had that high school theater director who you know would rather be on Broadway and is being really, really ambitious about it. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they uh, like uh, do um, like a rap verse with the witches. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the good. witches. That was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And Carl's one of the uh, the witches, and he's like uh, cross dressing in this kind of thing. And it's actually like they, they give it, they empower him like quite mm-hmm. a bit in this kind of scene. Like uh, he's trying out for the witches, and the theater professor is like, "Absolutely, go for it!" And Carl's like psyched to do it. And it was like, "Oh, this is actually really cool. It's actually really neat." And I love this, right? Um, and 
it's just like so because also Balby Nick, which like Balby is like this. The joke is that he is foreign, but <laughs> somewhere from Eastern Europe, somewhere maybe we're not. He's kind of Boratish, if you will. Honestly, you <laughs> could replace the name Balby for Borat, and nothing would change. Yes, Balby played the villain and fights Jimmy with real ass lightsabers that Jimmy supplies as props. And it's like, uh, okay, I get it. You have a boy genius at your school. He can make you cool props. But like, they props. probably shouldn't be actual dangerous lightsabers. No, definitely not. But like, the, the joke is that Bulby has been talking, he's been kind of talking like it's kind of Swedish chef kind of thing. And he slaps, uh-huh. slaps, slaps, clap, claps, claps himself, right? right? And there's also an episode where he runs for class president and wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, Indeed. Remember that episode? Uh, um, yes, I, I believe I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, that was such a, a, a highly recommend you check out the big Macbeth in space episode. It's probably the best one of the series. Uh, there's one where. Uh, well, 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 okay. There's also a joke where uh, Carl uh, is talking about how you shouldn't say Macbeth and then accidentally realizes that he said Macbeth. He said uh, Macbeth. Pretty yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, it's good. That's the thing. Uh, there's the there's an episode where uh, Sheen really wants to play this Ultra Lord video game. And so Jimmy allows him to go into the video game and they like keep dying and resetting like death loop style uh, <laughs> until they can beat the game and the only way that they could win uh, uh, here's something you gotta know about Carl Weezer alright Carl Weezer is a king and he fucking loves llamas so fucking much let me tell you, <laughs> he has a lot of allergies but not to llamas not to love, he fucking loves him, bro. So he has a video game called Llama Palooza, and he uses Llama Palooza to help them beat uh, the uh, the metal guy from the Ultra Lord video game because he's there too. Oh, that's right. He like yeah, because that's how video games work. Yeah, remember how video games is? Yeah, you, you remember you, video you, games, you, right? You, you can just Sonic and Knuckles anything. You can just mash any two video games together. Oh, absolutely. The The episode that stuck with me the most is the one where Jimmy clones himself into the split personalities. That mm-hmm. one's really... Because then he, he creates, like, evil Jimmy. He creates cool Jimmy, silly Jimmy. Hold on, let me look up all the different Jimmys. Hold on. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron cloning episode. Yeah, I remember one where uh, Jimmy invents like a nano chip that he implants into Carl and Shane in his brain uh, so that they can uh, like, uh, quote, uh, like get on instruments and whatever we think we play. And so they're automatically good at instruments. But like Mm -hmm. you would still need to think something and you would still need to be on the same page about what you wanted to play. So their like spontaneous sounding good was weird even in that context. But like the lesson of that was like, fucking you know like authenticity and artistry which is like a weird sort of uh moral to bring to a kid's tv show it's definitely very strange yeah but okay (laughs) it's a good point but yeah man there's uh there's happy jimmy gloomy jimmy funny jimmy romantic jimmy (laughs) cool jimmy cool jimmy breaks nick dean's skateboard dude he breaks it in half with his bare hands oh oh i remember that oh jesus yeah, and then most importantly, Evil Jimmy, who becomes a recurring character on the show. Wait a second. What, what, Nick, when I sent you that meme about Cool Jimmy taking out Arlong, <laughs> that was Cool Jimmy, right? That cool was Cool Jimmy, yeah, Nick. Jimmy versus Arlong. Yep, oh I see God. it. Yep. Yeah. And I can see that I've watched it. It's 47 seconds. It'll be the best 47 seconds of your life. Uh, cool Jimmy Neutron versus Arlong. Look it up right now. It's uh, so good. Classic vid. Excellent. <laughs> It's so good. Also, Nick, the episode of the title, uh, the episode of the, oh God, the title of the episode where all the clones happen was Send in the Clones, which is an epic theater reference. That's awesome. Sondheim is so happy with this epic <laughs> reference. It's pretty oh good. Oh my God. 
It's pretty good is the thing. The show's pretty... There was an episode where uh, Jimmy makes evil pants and everybody's pantsless. In this episode, it's very strange. They're all children. Uh, something very uncomfortable I found uh, um, on the fucking Jimmy Neutron uh, like fandom page is that they have each episode in which the characters are in their underwear listed on the fandom page. <laughs> and these are... Yeah, and these are children, and it's very not. We were I, a friend of I were just going through it because we were like trying to remember things about Jimmy Neutron, and we found this, and we're like, we're not going to look at the Jimmy Neutron fandom page any longer. No well, longer will, will this happen. I mean, like, okay, Nick, you're sort of casting aspersions on the fandom page here, and I agree with you that a, a, a good fandom page would not have that page. However. Like, when you say that, I do remember it being weirdly prevalent that the kids were in their underwear a lot they in this show. So, in, like, I think we can partially chalk this up to Jimmy Neutron itself. We it's, need to yeah. apportion some of the blame to them. Right. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, in any case, none of it was good. There was also a Fantastic Four episode, if you remember. Wow. Yeah, they travel. They literally do the exact Fantastic Four origin story uh, where, like, you know, the uh, characters are on a uh, starship passing through, like, an energy field. And whatever action they're doing gives them superpowers. So, like, Sheen was moving really quickly. Carl was, I think, burping or something. Oh, I remember this, yes. Yeah, Libby was putting on her vanishing cream uh, and, oh god, I don't remember Cindy what she was doing. She was just being strong and Jimmy was just being angry and so they all got powers based on that. Yep, yep. Yeah, they, they just did Fantastic Four. They just like straight it. up did it. I mean, like, yeah. th- th- that's just basically the superhero episode of SpongeBob, though. Like, yeah, for you real. Know, you just yeah, got to yeah, make yeah. a new team. Um, All the uh, uh, Nickelodeon shows had the superhero episode. Even, like, uh, Timmy Turner and Fairly Parents, they had the superhero episode. The big superhero wish. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, it, it's, uh, it's sort of a stock uh, common trope. Uh, I, I, and, I mean, it makes sense. You know, you got to do a lot of episodes. One of them might as well be about superheroes. Might as well be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in fact, superheroes played a big part in all of those shows because you had Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, and then you Mm -hmm. had the Crimson Chin and uh, and, and all of those boys. And then you had Ultra Lord. So like, oh yeah, yeah. there was the episode where Sheen got really smart and, uh, the only way they could like... (laughs) The only way they could pacify him is by dressing up as Ultra Lord and <laughs> getting Ultra Lord to try to convince Sheen to back off. And then Sheen sees through their ploy and almost kills them and then feels bad. Yeah, I remember that episode. Sheen turned into like a cold hearted motherfucker, dude. That was like he really did. creepy. Yeah, no amount of brain blasting was going to fix that. Here's the thing about Jimmy Neutron. You gotta know that we've neglected to tell you because it's really dumb. But in order to solve each... Oh, there's the um, the burger episode. Sorry. Uh, the, the fast food one. You remember the, where they fly into space. But the only way that Jimmy Neutron can solve the issue that he started was by having a brain blast. Oh, yeah, that's right. B- brain blasts. Yes. This is these are his like uh, eureka moments and he yells brain blast, presumably. T- t- <laughs> and everyone's like, Jimmy, again, you need to yell Jimmy. brain blast. Jimmy, d- 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 Jimmy, we're in a Chili's right now. Fucking, <laughs> we're in the like, middle of Chili's. We're trying to play the trivia game in Chili's, Jimmy. Can you can you cool it? You're trying to like order your food at Chili's, dude. You don't have to brain blast everything. Uh, God. I'm just, I'm, uh, oh, do you remember the future episode where they went to the future? Uh, yes, and Jimmy was buff. I do remember this, yes. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah, buff Jimmy and Libby was the empress of the future. Yep, yep. Do, do you remember, uh, do you remember the episode where Jimmy, uh, makes a, 
like uh, box with uh, like spooky uh, campfire story shit, and it goes like the uh, pizza one. It goes all wrong. Yeah. Yes. The pizza one. Yep. Yep. See, I got now. I got the balls turning, Nick. Now I got the fucking <laughs> brain. Like everything's moving in there. Do you remember the episode with the evil granny who was mind controlling the town? No. <laughs> yeah, there was one granny goodness. No, wait, that's a DC thing. I don't remember her name. <laughs> granny goodness is a different <laughs> IP entirely. Oh my uh, god, there's so many episodes. Yeah, there's a lot of concepts. They really on and each one of them felt pretty fresh. There was the secret ancient episodes, Nick. The secret ancient episodes with uh oh god, what the fuck was his name? Uh Jet Jet Fusion. Jet Fusion, yes. Yes, Jet and, Fusion, uh, the James Bond ripoff. Got a yeah, jet. Yeah, yeah. Got a jet. And do you remember um uh fucking the 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 villainess of those uh who was Dr. Calamitous's daughter? Uh beautiful gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful gorgeous was her name. It's pretty good. It's good. It's a good, honestly, honestly worth a watch. Jimmy Neutron, I would say, still holds up. Uh, at the very least, just to watch Hugh Neutron talk about his ducks. Yes, exactly. And all of his various other hobbies, too, like the puppet. The, mm-hmm. Didn't Jimmy, like, make the puppet alive or something? Yes, that was definitely an episode. Very creepy. Uh, here's the thing about, like... Jimmy Neutron in specifics like each usually in these children's cartoons each character has like one thing that they do right or at least in in, in fairly odd parents they do and we'll get to that but in this one like Carl had two things he had the three things he had the llamas right yep he always got sick he was allergic to everything yep his his scabula kept breaking (laughs) (laughs) uh and the third thing was that Carl Reeser wants to fuck Jimmy's mom so badly (laughs) Really? Is he is he cackyoing it? He's kind of cackyoing it. Yes, Nick. Exactly. Do you not remember how into Jimmy's mom Carl Weezer was? I don't remember at all. But oh but, my but like, god! Your point is well taken because all of these characters definitely needed to have multiple quirks in order to like hold up. Uh, yeah. The, the thing uh, because it was a small cast and there were a lot of episodes. Yes, oh my god. And here's the thing, though. The most boring character was Jimmy, because he only had one thing. He was really smart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, Jimmy uh, Neutron is definitely the least um, fucking uh, memorable uh, cast member. Uh, as evidenced by um, the fact that we referenced Carl Weezer in the Wii Sports episode. Yes, oh yes. Uh, oh my god, that was a while ago. But yeah, uh, speaking of uninteresting protagonists, Fairly Odd Parents... <laughs> Fairly odd parents. Uh, okay, one more thing about Jimmy Neutron. They changed Cindy's hair from the show to the movie, and I have no idea why. I don't have a preference. Yeah. It's just weird that they changed it. That's the only character yeah. design they changed. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Do you remember the episode where Jimmy becomes the hall monitor and takes it way too far, and uh, Carl, like, pisses himself in the bathroom? Yes. Oh, my God. God, that's awful. There's also the episode where, where uh, Jimmy and Cindy switch bodies, and Jimmy makes the comment about uh, girls wearing capris, and he's like, my ankles are so cold. <laughs> so fucking specific oh my god it's a pretty good it's a pretty good goof not gonna lie it's not bad okay fairly odd parents so there's the episode where the uh, where the he makes instruments that play themselves do you remember that one uh yep yep um oh man sorry i'm just uh, now that it's all flowing there was the you remember the rich boy I, 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 I do remember the rich boy. Okay, the rich boy. We got to talk about the rich boy. Because, like, occasionally the rich boy would, like, 
uh, like bring Jimmy to his lair and like challenge him to like you know games of like skill uh, and like mm-hmm. fly over this pit of lava and shit or I'll kill you yeah like whatever the and, fuck yeah. yeah and like that scenario of like what if someone rich and sadistic and nihilistic like brings me into their lair and makes me do some sort of task for the fate of the world just for the hell of it like what if mm-hmm. that happens what if that happens <laughs> and it was yeah, always that, that kid just sitting <laughs> there in CG <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait nick you were joking earlier but tim curry does a voice in jimmy neutron <laughs> which one i don't know hold on i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking what the fuck he was also palpatine in star wars the clone wars tim damn tim tim oh my gosh hold on wait where's your tv okay awards and nominations i don't think he got an award for oh, i forgot he was in spam a lot God, Tim Curry is a fucking legend. I love him so much, dude. Professor Calamitous. Oh, he was Professor Calamitous. Really? That makes so much sense. Yes. That's um, awesome. Incredible. That's so good. <laughs> that is so good. Wow. Tim fucking Curry, man. Tim, Tim what, a, what a legend. What an absolute legend. Want to talk about Tim? Wait, he played... Oh, wow. I didn't realize he was uh, Mozart in Amadeus. Oh, like the huh. stage. No, the stage show, not the movie, not the movie. Oh, interesting. That's where I got very confused. He did. He was in the original, not maybe not the original run of hair, but he was in it for a while. That's crazy, man. Anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah. fairly odd parents is Jimmy Neutron, fair, but yeah, with yeah, magic, yeah. <laughs> but with magic instead of technology. Yes, and where Timmy doesn't deserve his uh, his prowess and powers, uh, which makes him even more insufferable when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, Tara Strong does a bang-up job. She always does. However, Fairly Odd Parents, and we just have to say it here and don't get mad at us, is not as good as you remember it being. I mean, like, I don't feel confident saying that because I haven't watched it since I remember it being. So That is like, understandable. Have you like gone back to see if uh, the Fairly Odd Parents holds up, Nick? Do you have the data to back this up? Yeah, I, I kind of like some of it was was still pretty good. There's some good bits. Usually, uh, uh, Cosmo has some fun uh, lines, right? Mm-hmm. And you got some like really fun uh, like uh, uh, fucking people that they brought in to do some voices on the show. Like obviously, fucking Adam West was there. Yep. Jay Leno, but like fuck Jay Leno. Norm Macdonald played Norm the Genie. Yes, right? yes, excellent, very good. Yeah, Jason Bateman was there. Fucking Gilbert Gottfried, Patrick Warburton, Brendan fucking Fraser, James Simmons. Every like everybody was here. Tom Arnold was in this goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, you know, and they they have like the thing about the Fairly Odd Parents is they relied too heavily on just like weird kooky phrases as jokes, even though they're really not. But like, cause like Cosmo repeating, but it was a shiny nickel like over, like over and over and over again. It's just like, it's not that funny is the thing. Like some of the present, uh, the premises I think hold up. Um, but I don't know. The comedy is just like, sometimes it's just not good actually. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention that like, because uh, Jimmy can literally do anything he wants as opposed to Timmy who can, you know, only get himself into so much trouble within like, you know, sci-fi reason. Every episode was just like a, 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 a sermon, basically. They would just preach mm-hmm. at you about like, oh, you know, be careful what you wish for, etc., etc. And like literally, yeah, you know, it, it was just like wish fulfillment 
you know, obviously, because who wouldn't want like, you know, some parental figures who can, you know, do whatever you want. Um, but, uh, like it just, uh, it, it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I I think just like from, from the gun, from the gun, uh, fairly odd parents, like had it worse for sure. I think so because, and it's also just like, I think sci-fi premises are like inherently more interesting. I think than these kind of like you wish for something and it comes true kind of thing. Like I thought the most interesting episodes of the fairly odd parents is when they were talking about the lore of the fairies themselves. Yeah. Like the rules, Jorgen von Strangle. Yes. <laughs> Jorgen um, von Strangle. Yeah. The all the fairy stuff. Yeah. Who was it? The pixies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The pixies. Yeah. Where instead of wands, they used <laughs> cell phones and the anti fairies. Yep. The anti fairies are good. Um, yeah. 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 Fairy world. Harry world. Harry world. Yeah, like... like Harry world? Any... Harry world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, that, that was a pretty good bit. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like... And Hugo Batamia or whatever. You know, Hugo Batamia. Sorry. It's just like... I don't know, man. It, it's very much like... I don't know. <laughs> I, but again, it's like when you say the premises out loud about Fairly Odd Parents, they're kind of funny. Like Wanda's dad is a mobster <laughs> who runs a trash business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really good and cosmos one is like super manipulative and a stereotype um and and there's an episode where cosmos mom and uh, wanda's dad like get get involved and everyone's uncomfortable and no one's happy yep yep like these kinds <sighs> of premises and of course all the stuff with the crimson chin um is excellent there's the episode where um timmy wishes for like uh the anti-chin remember the yeah no, i'm sorry i'm not gonna say the the nega chin the nega N-E-G-A, chin yes yeah n-e-g-a chin um and he has to wish that his parents were superheroes to like stop the nega chin and then that doesn't work so he like uh, he wishes for a bunch of uh, Crimson Chins of the past, right? And they're doing a bunch of riffs on, like, how comic books, like, will take a character and put them through a bunch of different versions. Like, there was the groovy 70s chin. There was the gritty 90s chin. Like, that kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're making jokes about how he said a swear, wor- swear word and it got canceled. <laughs> His comic book run got canceled because he said a swear word. Like, that kind of stuff. When they do those kinds of, like, really niche riffs, I think Butch Hartman does a good job. Uh, but it's those wide strokes and, and like you said, like the kind of like preachiness of it that I just, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think that I would have a better time watching Jimmy Neutron today than fairly odd parents. And a hundred percent, but like the, 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 the supporting cast of fairly odd parents is also fascinating because you had Chester and AJ. Chester is yeah. a redneck. AJ is a nerd. Those are their only character traits. They're not interesting. Um, Chester's I, dad wears a bag on his head for reasons we're not clued into. I'm I'm pretty sure he was like a disgraced baseball player. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, they, they revealed that in an episode, which like deepened the lore, I guess, of Chester. Um, yeah. But uh, there was like, Elmer, uh, Elmer, and uh, oh fuck, what was his name? Oh, he was an Indian stereotype. God, what was his name? Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, El- Elmer with the boil and then, like, the Indian stereotype, yeah. And, and, oh, God, right. I'm looking at his name. Fairly, it, okay, you yeah. keep talking. It, it's, it's especially weird that the uh, Fairly Odd Parents supporting cast is really uninteresting because the Danny Phantom supporting cast makes that show, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, Butch Hartman... <laughs> 
I guess just uh, you know uh, rolls the dice about his uh, about his side characters. <laughs> um, yeah, for real. Uh, it, it's also just really uh, Sanjay. 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 Yes, right. Sanjay was his name. It's also just really <laughs> like uh, Butch Hartman when it comes to making names. And again, whenever he does direct parodies of things, it's very good. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> for example, I completely forgot uh, um, about Dark Laser. <laughs> Remember yep. Dark Laser? He was he was the obviously the Dark uh, Vader uh, fucking uh, knockoff, but he does a really great job. He played a big role in the movie. Remember the Darkness movies? And, and again, like naming his characters, like there's Doctor Rip Studwell. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, uh, Chet you betcha. Uh, Chet you Doug betcha. Is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all yeah. these names. Uh, oh my god, how could we forget about Juandissimo? <laughs> okay, Nick. Quick, quick question for you: Chet you betcha yeah. or Hank Anchorman? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, from uh, from freaking uh, Johnny Test. Oh, jeez. I mean, I gotta go with the original. It's gotta be Chet. You betcha. Yeah, he's so short. Sometimes he's, he's quite short. Is the thing. Ugh. God. And, and then, like, obviously, Timmy's dad, iconic, memeable, classic. Yes. Yeah. The, Dinkelberg. The, the dads are the best part of every show, and the moms Honestly. are are just uh, not there. Uh, not there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There was the one episode where they tried to make a big deal out of, uh, uh, out of Timmy's mom and how she was the weather person. And every single time she said the weather was going to happen, it would actually happen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then she fucking riffed and we ended up with hail the size of minivans. Of minivans. Fully loaded minivans. Yeah. Remember? Uh, and, and, then, uh, and then there was the one where uh, she uh, wanted to uh, like win a garden contest, but everything she touched dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was like, I need to show them my yams, which I think was an innuendo, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Fucking Butch Hartman. Hey, Nick, uh, there's a character called Schnozmo Cosma and Dana fucking Carvey voices him. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. What the fuck, man? Oh, man. But yeah. And of course, how, how could we forget when they had a, when when uh, Cosmo got pregnant and had their baby poof? Had their baby poof. Well, okay, so we need to talk about the downward spiral of oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Parents, where um, like th- 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 there were a lot of direct to TV movie events with the Fairly mm-hmm. Odd Parents, more than your average show. It didn't reek of desperation at all, um, and uh, like. They they had poof because Cosmo got pregnant. Har har joke joke, which I'm pretty sure contradicted some older fairy lore where a woman got mm-hmm. pregnant and they like hand waved it away. Um, and then uh, let's see, uh, like uh, there was the dog. Um, yeah, Sparky. Who, Sparky. Yep. And then like there was like this girl who just wasn't magical and she was just sort of there and she was. No, no here's here's what happened. Here's what happened. Character. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, they needed some way to shake up the formula. Mm-hmm. So there's not enough fairies in Fairy World, Nick. So Timmy had to share his fairies, and they explained this when they redid the opening theme song. Oh, the perfect oh, right. opening theme song. They redid it to explain the new premise of the show. Chloe fucking Carmichael, the worst. Oh, okay, that's not true. Uh, the worst thing that happened to Fairly Odd Parents was Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Kind of shot itself in its own foot. I need to listen oh. to this. Uh, I need to listen to this thing. <laughs> Nick, Nick Scott Bayo. Nick Scott Bayo voices Foop. <laughs> it's Scott fucking Bayo, bro. It's pretty good. Oh my god, that's really good. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay, yeah. Chloe's theme song. Oh man, I was expecting to be taken to YouTube. Instead, I find myself at nick.com.au slash the Fairly Odd Parents. 
here we are. Here we we're here. We're in this. Oh God, I'm so scared for you. Oh, Mr. Crocker, how could we forget? Yeah. Okay. So like, fairly fairly odd. odd. <laughs> fairly yeah, odd. yeah. Yeah. He's he's the one who knows the secret. Oh, I forgot that the fairies are actually secret and no one's supposed to know about them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Mr. Crocker is like this, you know, he's a crock pot. That's why he's called Mr. Crocker. And he's mm-hmm. like a conspiracy theorist. Right. And he, he thinks that fairly odd parents are real and he's right. He is right. Uh, but you know, he can't no. know that he's right. He can't actually be right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel like, uh, after Timmy grew up and went to college and, uh, Mr. Crocker was left with a huge hole in his life. Nowadays, he's just like a hardcore right wing conspiracy theorist. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh. uh, what, what, what would be a good cat, three syllable catchphrase that he could uh, he could do now? Uh, How about uh, <laughs> trust in inside Q? Job. <laughs> inside, inside job. job. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, oh God, I don't know. Gay frogs? No, that can't be. <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> different versions of i'm trying to find all the different versions of the crimson trim because again and I, I this is kind of like my thesis about the fairly odd parents is when they were doing riffs when they were doing riffs on things it was actually really good like butch hartman is into like a lot of niche comic books and it's very obvious that he is because when it comes to making superhero jokes he's dead fucking on and nothing is more obvious than when they got adam west to be on the damn show yeah yeah it's a uh, pretty classic very, very good. Yeah, it's really... Like, his character, he was, like, the crackpot. Because Adam West is kind of a kooky dude. Uh, and so they had him play Catman, who is an obvious, you know, Batman thing. But the right. thing is that Adam West thinks that he's Catman in real life. Yes. <laughs> Which is awesome. And he's, he's like, kind of competent. It's... Oh, it's incredible, man. I, okay, so here are the many versions of the Crimson Chin. There's the 30s Pulp Fiction Chin. There's the 40s uh, World War II Sergeant Chin. There's the 50s Square Jawed Commie Buster Chin. <laughs> God, that joke that's went so... way over our heads. God, there, that's there, so good. There were There's a lot six... of jokes in the show that went over our heads. That one, like... Oh my god! I would have been—I oh. I would have needed to have been out of high school before I could fully appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There, there's the '60s psychedelic chin, the '70s disco chin, the '80s overly muscular weapon-toting chin, which is very good. <laughs> the '90s grunge chin and the new millennium silver-suited crimson chin. Like it's very good, is the thing. And again, the superhero episode was really solid. The best episode of the Fairly Odd Parents, and honestly, the thing that I think makes it okay that it exists is the television episode of the Fairly Odd Parents. The television episode. Uh, yeah, where they go into the TV. Uh I don't. I don't remember this one. What, what, what were yeah. some of the jokes that they did? Uh, it's like, okay, so it starts in the future and the future is uh, a dystopia because Vicky took over. Do you remember Vicky, the babysitter? We didn't mention her yet. Yes, of course I remember Vicky. She's in the theme song. Yeah, mom and dad and Vicky always giving him commands. Always ba-da, giving ba-da, ba-da, him ba-da. commands. <laughs> yeah, and she's, she's like, you know, evil and, and just a bad person and she kicks the shit out of Timmy. Uh, and uh, she took over the world. <laughs> okay. And, uh, um, so they send Timmy Turner back in time to like stop her from taking over the world. And Timmy wishes that he could go into the television because he likes TV. Uh-huh. See, this is the issue is that all these, pre- it's just because Timmy sucks. Timmy's <laughs> not like, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he, he doesn't do anything. He has no fucking ambitions. At least Jimmy Neutron like wants stuff. 
Yeah, Timmy is just like an actual 12-year-old who sometimes gives a survey commentary on things. Yeah, and it's just, oh my god. So he wants to go into the television, and he goes into the television. They do a great uh, Johnny Quest riff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me pull up all the riffs that they do, because the big one is Mahomushi. Ah, uh, yes, right. TV episode. Hold on. No, no, the big one. Oh, Channel Chasers, that's what it's called. Yeah, Channel Chasers, Channel Chasers. Hold on. Uh, it's fairly up here and it's channel chasers. It's really good. Honestly, if, if you have uh, anything to watch, you absolutely should watch channel chasers. It's really, really good. Again, they do a lot of really like um, very specific riffs uh, on, uh, uh, on this episode. Right. Right. Ma- Mahamushi is Dragon Ball Z. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, uh, the future rallies is a parody of the Jetsons. Carpet Critters yes. is Rugrats. Heavy Hall is a parody of Bad Albert. What? Um, let's yeah, see. yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, Johnny Hunt is Simpsons a parody riff? of Johnny Quest. Yep. Where, where do you? Where did you find all these? Um, uh, oh, there I'm it is. The oh, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Uh, Paula yeah, Poundcake yeah, yeah. is Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, Walnuts mm-hmm. is Peanuts. Space Spectre is a parody of Space Ghost. What's Space Ghost? Space Ghost is this weird show. I think it's from the same era as like uh, He Man. Okay. Uh, like, God, I forgot about the future Ellie's. It's so good. Hanna Barbera. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the meat flints is the Flintstones. Go Go Racer yep. is Speed Racer. I remember Go Go Racer. That was a good mm-hmm. one. The, Snooper yeah. Dog and the Clue Crew. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Yeah, Go Go Racer got filed in my Dog. mind uh, right next to the Speed Racer. You um, be funkies. Yes. <laughs> with, uh, oh my god. Speed yes. Racer adjacent material. <laughs> uh, there's Blackbird and Sparrow, which is obviously uh, um, <laughs> Batman and Robin. The joke is that uh, they're, the Bat Cave is called the Bird Cage, and it's like suspended over the top of a very dangerous cliff. And the joke is like, why would you do this? This is stupid. And then Vicky tries to kill him by like, cutting it off. Oh my god, it's it's pretty good. Um, there's Clint's hints. hints. Yeah, Clint's hints. Uh huh. I'm like, oh, I forgot. And 2D is like a, a character who's obsessed with Timmy. She really wants to date him. And she calls herself Deet Toot, which is such a... It's it's a reference to fucking Watergate. Why did Butch think we would get it? Why did he think that we would know he was doing a deep throat fucking riff? Like, Jesus Christ, bro. Uh, let's see. Ted and Jimmy, which is Tom and Jerry. They do a riff like that. The Looney Tunes, The Simpsons, and Sesame Street. Uh, and then uh, Adolescent Genetically Altered Karate Cows. Like okay, that one's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that one got us. <laughs> it is what it is, right? And then they show yeah. up to Mahomushi, which is just a parody of anime. And like it, it's it's kind of okay. It's like, I don't know. They the episode of the Animaniacs where they uh, the the new one where they do the anime thing is like actually like a really good parody of anime. This is like not the best parody of anime because it's just kind of like these weird like trends. Uh, like they do the thing where like the lip flaps don't match up and that kind of stuff, which I guess is indicative of the time anyway, but still it's kind of lazy. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but like, uh, yeah, like, uh, man, a lot of this show was riffs, huh? Yeah. It was most <laughs> like a pretty crazy parodies. amount of this show was riffs. Yeah. And, and building the fairy lore. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's just parody. And like, again, Butch is kind of pretty good at parody. Um, but you know, the, you can only go so far with parody and like, there's only so many times that you can be like, it's me, Adam West. Like you can't do too many Catman episodes and they did a too many Catman episodes. Yeah, they did do a lot of Catman episodes is the thing. I guess, I guess Adam West, uh, you know, was just uh, looking for something to do on the weekend. He came cheap. I guess so. When he was in between family guy recordings. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty wild. I mean, like, 
I don't know. It just doesn't really hold up. And it's interesting. I remember I had a, a video game for the GameCube called the uh, uh, the Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Jimmy and Timmy were both in the game. Jimmy was unplayable and he was like uh, like a Intel character. He was helping you with Intel. Uh, and Timmy Turner, you can only play as for one of the levels. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was very strange. Only one of them. And they made like a big deal about his inclusion and you can only play him for one level. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird game. Um, But, you know, Tim, that wasn't the first time Timmy and Jimmy worked together. Yes. Excellent segue, Nick. We got to talk about the power hour. <laughs> Baby, it's time for Timmy, Jimmy, power hour. So these were original to television films um, and uh, they featured like I don't even know how they justified it, but there were crossovers between uh, the two the two shows. Worlds worlds collide, and uh, basically, um, the the thing about these shows is that they were not only going into their actual worlds, uh, but uh, they would like trade animation styles too. Like when Jimmy went into Timmy's world, um, they would uh, they would be in two D, and they the characters would reference the fact that this was happening, which was wild because like that mm-hmm. means that like they're they're looking into the maw of like unreality and like seeing the dimensions in which their very world exists change, and the perception mm-hmm. has like altered uh, unimaginably. That's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's uh, pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. They they would uh, they would just like have some sort of conflict, and they did three of them with this premise. Yeah, uh, no, and it's you know it, it's cool seeing them in the uh, in the different animation styles as well. Um, but yeah, it, the first one honestly is kind of a, it's just like, there's a mix up. Timmy wishes to go to the best lab in the universe. And then, uh, Jimmy gets sent to the, you know, Dimsdale and the fairly odd parents universe. And they have to like work together to get back and they still kind of don't like each other. And then in the second one, the Jimmy and your power tower two when nerds collide, uh, Timmy and Jimmy enter each other's world for a second time. Uh, and both uh, Timmy has not gotten over Cindy, who he was romantically involved with in the first uh, power outer. Wait, really? Holy yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brother. Uh, and so uh, Timmy and Jimmy engage in a battle of smarts. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I think I then, know who's going to win that one. <laughs> yeah, apparently Timmy, because Jimmy and his friends are sent to Dimsdale. Uh, so they all are now, you know, we just saw, t- uh, Jimmy in the fairly odd parent style animation. So now you get the entire rest of the cast and we're all making jokes about how flat they are because it's 2d animation versus 3d. And like, we're all like, ha ha sheen. Very funny. Of course. Good. Uh, yeah. And then like, it's interesting because then professor calamitous, like <laughs> he, he pulls Jorgen von Strangle into the Jimmy universe. Right. And then he, <laughs> He essentially osmosises himself into Jorgen von Strenkel's body. Like he becomes his conjoined twin who has complete control over him. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. He basically norted him. He norted him. Yeah. He norted him. Yes, absolutely. So they have to work together to kill Jorgen von Strangel and also Professor Calamitous at the same time. Yeah. That's a weird combo because Jorgen von Strangel wasn't really a villain. Like like Professor Calamitous was, he was like an antagonist in some episodes, but he was a mm-hmm. he was a good guy. He was he, he was an Arnold riff, which was is, oh, yeah. is the best kind of riff. Um, and then answer. well, they did a third one, didn't they? Yeah yeah yeah, the Jerkinators <laughs> actually released in the same year as Jimmy Timmy Power Hour two. I guess they oh. couldn't decide which one they wanted. Fascinating, quick turnaround yeah. there. 
In their third and final encounter, Timmy and Jimmy make amends while trying to defeat the enemies from their own universe, including a monster that they uh, cocked together. Yeah, there was like the evil dude because they wanted someone that they could fight. (laughs) They just want a challenge. Timmy and Jimmy are legendary warriors searching the universe for challenge to crush, to to sate even up momentarily their soul-crushing ennui. They're they're like Saitama. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, and now, Nick, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Timmy Jimmy Power Hour lied to us. How so? It's 68 minutes long. <laughs> That's not an hour. That not, oh, not only is that not an hour, you couldn't have made it one minute longer, <laughs> butch. <laughs> you piece of shit, butch. Come on, man. Uh, Come yeah. on. The other thing God, about Nick- the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour is that, uh, like, it was early 2000 CGI, so Jimmy Neutron already sort of looked like garbage, and then all of the models for the Timmy characters, um, like, were obviously made very quickly just for this movie, and they didn't put a lot of effort in, so they looked even more like garbage. And uh, yeah. and also, they needed to keep the proportion, so Jimmy still had his, or rather, Timmy still had his huge head, but it was in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> not not the best. Uh, it, it looks creepy, but it was also kind of neat to see it. Um, also, Nick, do you remember Chris uh, or Chips uh, Skylark? Chip uh, Skylark? I do remember Chips Skylark. My shiny teeth yeah. and me. Yeah, me shiny teeth, shiny. That's and I, I, yeah, I was trying to figure out who Gilbert Gottfried voiced, but it was the evil dentist. Oh, uh, sure. And, and the okay. evil dentist's son. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure that out this entire time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just pretty... I don't know, man. They, they were pretty good, I remember, at the time. I remember I played the... There was a game on the Nickelodeon website that was the Timmy Jimmy Power Hour that was like a shmup. Uh, and uh, depending on which uh, like website you clicked on, you would either play in like the Jimmy universe or the Timmy universe. Um, and the rocket ship would swap uh who was uh who was firing from it and like the projectiles would change and all that kind of stuff it was interesting yeah yeah oh man you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of uh the uh the, the state sanctioned shipping wars at the end of uh avatar they were always oh, yeah. asking you to choose uh, your allegiance in these things um mm-hmm. yeah man uh, imagine a fucking world where <laughs> zutara was chosen because it wasn't the writers with their hands on the wheel nick they left it up to the fans could have been anything could have been anything jason todd didn't need to die (laughs) oh my god it's oh god it's crazy man this these two series are i mean jimmy neutron is honestly the clear winner i mean it's just like it's so much better just watch that one like while while Fairly Odd Parents had some really niche riffs that I personally very much appreciate. It's not like, you know, unless you're into the same niche things that Butch Hartman is into, watch Jimmy Neutron. It's just a better show. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, if you need some Timmy Turner content, just get uh, just go to Butch Hartman's Tumblr, ask mm-hmm. for a commission. They're probably open. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, yeah. f- fucking give up two weeks of your working life in order to uh, get uh, a shitty drawing of some of Butch Harmon's characters kissing. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be wonderful. And, you know, obviously wait until uh, <laughs> right after the fanboy uh, announcement. They're also going to announce Timmy Turner as the secret 11th DLC character. Uh, they're they're going to announce Waluigi. For, uh, <laughs> God, I hope so. I, 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 look, I don't. 
I know they can't, but I want them to so badly. I want Waluigi to be in the game. I, w- I think that would be hysterical. Well, Waluigi is just walking on a sidewalk in the rain and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and some light cracks from a door and there's Spongebob with his hand out. You have a place here, friend. <laughs> you <laughs> we'll have a place here, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Powdered Toast Man reaches out and cradles him in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> I think that's going to do it for us, folks. I spent so much fucking time watching these shows, Nick. <laughs> yeah, actually, if we had a, a rough estimate of how many uh, how many hours you've put into Jimmy Neutron, Nick. Oh, my God. It, it, it's got to be like... It, it, like, these shows combined, it's got to be at least 100, for sure. For sure, oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Oh, easy. And, like, you know, a fucking, like... I feel like you could take all of the, like, almost all of the other shows, like fucking Cory in the House, fucking Wizards mm. of Waverly Place, fucking, what are some Cartoon Network shows? Um, uh, ben 10. Ben 10. Fucking uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mm, like thank all, you. Like, all that shit that you were watching just because it was so bored, or rather you were so bored, like, there were some shows that I was happy when they were on, and, you mm-hmm. know, like, that wouldn't just make my eyes glaze over. And yeah. these were two of them, you know, like, despite how they hold up now, uh, like I, 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 I was saying before, like Jimmy Neutron and the Fairly Odd Parents meant so much to me, but they didn't mean anything specific to me that I could say on yeah. a podcast, which is why this, <laughs> this episode has sort of been all over the place. Like it, 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 there was something about him, Nick. There was yeah. something about him. They, they really captured the imagination at the time. I mean, the wish fulfillment part of both of them, absolutely, yeah. I would also like to be a superhero, please. I would like to Star Wars. Could I Star Wars? Mm, I'd like <laughs> to Star Wars. Uh, and obviously, you know, and the characters were very colorful. You know, Cosmo and Wanda were very funny. Uh, you know, all the side characters on Jimmy Neutron were very funny. Like, you know, it draws you into these universes and it makes you love these characters. Uh, and even though there's really not a lot of meat on the bones uh, nowadays, I mean, you know, there's still still really important pieces of our childhood. You know, I still actively think about the cloning episode of Jimmy Neutron all the time. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's wild. It's wild that he made cool Jimmy. Like I, I had a concept for a musical I was thinking about writing that was basically just like, it was that episode mixed with the who's Tommy. <laughs> so like this guy had like a splintered personality disorder and one of them was going to be a cool version of him based off of cool Jimmy. I, I mean, like, Nick, you realize that this is just Bully Maguire, right? Yeah, 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 but I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say it's the Jimmy Neutron episode. Bully Maguire is that scene from uh, Spider-Man oh, 3 where he turns into but... a cool guy. Don't you remember that? Don't, oh, don't, don't, don't oh you remember Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Oh, you said Tobey Maguire. I thought I didn't know what you said, but you're right. That yeah. You're absolutely 100% correct. No, yes. Bully Maguire. In the oh, meme Bully parlance, Maguire. he's known as Bully Maguire. You can you're right, watch. You're right. I'm you, so sorry. You can watch Bully Maguire duel Seto Kaiba today. <laughs> you can. Yeah, I've seen. Actually, I have seen that. <laughs> Toby Maguire parentheses Bully. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that episode. It's very good. He also. Who else did he fight? He fought Seto Kaiba, and he also fought somebody else. I can't remember. There are plenty of memes, Nick. Bored twelve-year-olds on the internet will edit Bully Maguire into anything. <laughs> That they will, but you won't see them editing this podcast because we'll sue them. Nick, we need to talk about your segues off air. 
<laughs> well, we're going to have a conversation. You're going to pull me into the conference room, into the podcast conference room. Thanks for listening to Nostalgia Blinded, everybody. Thanks to Nick and the Like Heavy Boys for the use of our theme song, Old Habits, that you can go and listen to on Spotify now like an adult. Thank you to Andy Huber for uh, the... No, I was about to say it again. It's been so long. I've been doing so well. Damn it. Thank you for making our cover art, Andy Huber. Uh, you can find him on Instagram in the description below. You should buy art from him because he's very good. And as always, be sure to turn in next week for another great episode of Nostalgia Blinded. Same Nick time? Same Nick channel? I mean, I'll probably <laughs> be on the same Nick channel, but the time, I mean, hey, look. Yeah, I, I did say next week out of force of habit, an old habit, you yeah. could say. Uh, but uh, it's probably not going to be next week. It's fine, though. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Just be, just be real cool about it. Uh, just be real cool about it. It's always playing yourself. Bye. I'm